Across the Wide Dark Sea The Mayflower Journey by Jean Van Leeuwen Pictures by Thomas B. Allen I stood close to my father as the anchor was pulled dripping from the sea. Above us, white sails rose against a bright blue sky. They fluttered, then filled with wind. Our ship began to move. My father was waving to friends on shore. I looked back at their faces, growing smaller and smaller and smaller, and, and ahead at the wide, dark sea, and I clung to my father's hand. We were off on a journey to an unknown land. Wow. The ship was packed tight with people. Actually, near a hundred, my father said. We were crowded below deck in a space so low that my father could barely stand upright and so cramped that we could scarcely stretch out to sleep. Packed in tight, too, was everything we would need in the new land. From tools for building and planting to goods for trading, guns for hunting, food, furniture, clothing, books. How important are books? A few crates of chickens, two dogs, and a striped orange cat. Our father was luckier than most. We had a corner out of the damp and cold. Some had to sleep in the ship's small work boat. The first days were fair with a stiff wind. My mother and brother were seasick down below. So were a lot of other people, but I stood on the deck and watched the sailors hauling on ropes, climbing in the rigging, and perched at the very top of the mast, looking out to sea. What a fine life it must be, I thought, to be a sailor. One day, as we were out there, we looked at the clouds piled up in the sky, and birds with black wings circled the ship, and the choppy sea seemed angry. Storm's coming, I heard a sailor say. We were all sent below as the sailors raced to furl the sails. Then the storm broke. Wind howled and waves crashed. The ship shuddered as it rose and fell in seas as high as mountains. Some people were crying, others praying. Oh, how they were praying, because it was very scary. And I huddled next to my father, afraid in the dark. How could a ship so small and helpless ever cross this wide ocean? The sun came out. We walked on deck and dried our clothes. But just when my shoes felt dry at last, well, <laughs> more clouds gathered. Storm's coming, I told my father. So the days passed, each one like the last. There was nothing to do but eat our meals of salt pork, beans, and bread, tidy up our cramped space, sleep when we could, and try to keep dry. When it was not too stormy, we climbed on deck to stretch our legs. That was the fun part. But even then, we had to keep out of the sailor's way. How I longed to run and jump and climb. 
not like it used to be, but what an adventure. Once during the storm, a man was swept overboard. Reaching out with desperate hands, he caught hold of a rope and clung to it. Down he went under the raging, foaming water. Then miraculously, up he came. It was a miracle. Sailors rushed to the side of the ship and hauling on the rope, they brought him in close with a boat hook, plucked him out of the sea, and his life was saved. That was a close call. Storm followed storm. Over and over, and the pounding of wind and waves caused one of the main beams to crack, and our ship began to leak. Worried, the men gathered in the captain's cabin to talk of what to do. Could our ship survive another storm, or must we turn back? Well, they talked for two days, but could not agree on it. Then someone thought of the iron jack for raising houses that they were taking to the new land. So using it to lift the cracked beam, the sailors set a new post underneath, tight and firm, and patched all of the leaks, and our ship was able to sail on.